Welcome back to the Nasilic Podcast. My name is Rob Thorne. Today, we have a very special chat with Nasilic CEO, Mike Danson. 15 months ago, in the early stages of the pandemic, Mike wrote about adapting to a new reality, as it was in early 2020. And now, as the world transitions into the next phase of what will become the new normal, we sit down to discuss what he believes is going to be key in making it a success. And we also touch on how the Natillic leadership team are adopting a strategy that offers choice while finding a balanced approach to hybrid work on this episode of the Natillic podcast. Hello, listener. Season two of the podcast continues apace, and we've got a really special one for you today. It is my absolute pleasure to welcome back to the Natillic podcast, Natillic CEO, Mike Danson. How are you doing, Mike? Hey, Rob. Good to be back. A few months on since we last spoke. Good to have you back. It is. Yeah, so it's crazy. I think it's crazy to think it's been eight months since we recorded that last podcast. And I'd say almost everything seems to have changed and almost stayed the same in equal measure, it feels like. So um, I was super keen to bring you back as... Touch wood, we seem to be once again approaching an inflection point both in the world and also the journey that us and many of our clients are going on at the moment. So obviously by that, I mean the future of work, which remains kind of like a a really big topic of conversation, but a little bit of a moving target moving forward. So I know that's something you've been discussing with both our clients and our internal teams quite a lot. So it's always difficult to find a starting point with such a multifaceted topic of conversation. So would you mind first talking us a little bit through where we find ourselves at Natillic and then in the context of the wider world? And I'll throw it, throw it over to you there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. The, um, I think we're at an inflection point for English football as well. The, uh, we obviously have our colleagues in the US and Australia, so I should say soccer, but, um, yeah. but you, you never know. You never know. Um, but it's a glorious sporting summer, which is one of the, I think one of the things that, you know, life, life in, in, it's obviously different in many countries around the world, but things feel like, you know, certain things that we all enjoy starting to come back a little bit. And I I think, I think, I think people who know me, you know, sport and things like that are are one thing that I find a lot of joy in and, and seeing lots of live sport and spectators and seeing people sort of, you know, seeing sporting events coming back to normal is just one of those signs, I think. And, and, I, and I think it's... Uh, this summer compared to last, especially, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's night and day, isn't it? In, you know, around the world in, in, in terms of those sort of events. So, so I think it's... I think that there definitely feels like there's a there's a change. And, and of course, it's, it's... We're speaking today in the UK and it's, you know, it's slightly different in... In other parts of the world, but but I think it's um, yeah, sort of optimism really as, you, as we as we begin to reconnect with you know physically with 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 clients and colleagues and and we start to get back to some of the things in normal life that we really enjoy. I think it's um, I think yeah, you, you, I saw you in the office a few weeks ago. That was nice. Yeah, I mean yeah, so 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 seeing seeing people in the office environment connecting up physically in in, in different other locations, you know, and, it, and it's so it's yeah, it's it's. It's sort of there's a there's a there's an optimism I think returning, um, but it's still tricky, right? I mean, it's a tricky it's a tricky situation. I, I was talking about post COVID the other day, and I'm not sure post COVID is actually a thing. I think it's something that we've got to get used to living with, and um, and I think that's the direction of travel for, for probably most countries now. I think is, is is there's an acceptance I think from national governments that that it's um, you know there might there might have been different approaches. From different governments, um, and I think you can still contrast probably 
um, almost the polar extremes. If you, if you take the sort of Australian approach um, and contrast that with maybe the UK and US approach. And, and I mean, it's remarkable. I think I was just, just looking at the numbers earlier, actually. And Australia still have had less than a thousand deaths. Um, yeah. It's incredible, really, when you when you think about the size of the population and, and um, you're less than a thousand deaths when you look at when you look at countries like the UK have had almost 130,000 deaths. Um, yeah. But then I was reading about, I think it's, you look at now, I think I was reading an article over the weekend about how almost the UK is going to become the petri dish for the world, right? And that we're kind of going, look, we're going to combat the rising cases with the rising vaccinations and let's just yeah. see how it goes. We're going to live with it. So um, yeah. very valid point. Super interesting to see the difference. Yeah. I think that's, and, and you know, the vaccination thing is, is remarkable like you know that that that's i think since we well when we last spoke you know that was i think it i think there might have just been some news that actually you know some something was on the horizon and and you you right. think about how many vaccinations have been have been given now but as you, as you in the us and the uk is you know over 50 percent, i think of people now have been double vaccinated and 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 um so that so there's so there's a there's, there's a there's a sort of sense of openness and i think i think the only thing i touch on um for our, you know, friends in Australia and our, our colleagues there, just just you know, I think I think this this phrase of learning to live with it, I think, is something. Um, you know, you, I think don't think there's a world of zero COVID, and I, th- I think in in countries like Australia, you've got to be careful that it, it's been an incredible success story to limit the hospitalizations and deaths. But with only seven percent of the vac- of the country populated, there's got to be. I, I think the you know the, the the global economy and 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 global citizenship needs. It needs international movement, right? And, and and I think that's something that 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 will um, ho- hopefully come about sooner rather than later. And again, the developing world needs needs huge amounts of help, right? I mean, this is this is you know, there's there's so there's the countries are still around the world at different stages, but but I think I think we are. I think there's an optimism, a general overall optimism, I would say, across our business globally that that we're sort of heading in the right direction, and and things are things are starting to um, you know come 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 back and and and. It, I think this is this is the this is one of the interesting points. Is I, I think there's a number of things that we all want to come back in everyday life and in business life, but there's also things that we want to hold on to from what we've been through. Um, for for you know for those of us that have experienced home working for the few, first time or, or to, you know that degree of flexibility and those kind of things. So I think that's that's going to sort of mark out. I think the next the next chapter of this i think is 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 what do we what do we go back to that we really enjoyed and what do we sort of hold on to in terms of things that that have come about um because of this pandemic so so i think that's perhaps um perhaps marks out i'm not sure that's i'm not sure that answered your question you know but that gives it gives us it gives a sense of sort of context i guess to sort of where my where my head's at with the sort of situation as we as we as we talk in sort of early july yeah absolutely but but i mean that sets good context not only in a in the in the real world but also in the business world um and i think when we last sat down you mentioned the once in a lifetime opportunity that we had in front of us and i think since then there's been quite a few high profile and quite polarizing opinions i would say on how we make the most of that opportunity or whether we take advantage of that opportunity at all and you've seen some companies stick to their guns you've seen some being a little bit more indecisive and changing their minds and so on and so forth. But eight months on, where do you stand, Mike, in terms of how, how you see us moving forward, both at Natilic and the wider world? And I'm, I'm interested to hear, you know, some of the conversations that, um, you know, some of the things that you're getting from the conversations you're having with our clients and our leaders within the business mm. and things like that. Yeah, no, definitely. I, it, it's, um, 
I think I think with most things in life, you know, that, that, that there's there's a sort of there's a sort of easy choice or a sort of harder choice, and and, and often what comes from the harder choices are perhaps better outcomes. I think it, it, it's so. You, you're right. I think there's been there's been some real polar extremes on the we want everybody back in the office. So sort of a, a stance which says right. Basically, what we had pre-COVID is exactly what we all want, and we should all be back in the office, and that's the way forward. And sort of forget this this sort of thing ever happened, and and that's that's the way we should move forward. Um, and then you have the polar extreme, which is okay. We've experienced working from home, and now we're going to ask everybody in the entire organisation to work from home forever. And 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 I think those two polar extremes um, are very simple uh, and probably quite easy. But I'm not sure they're right. Well, in fact, I'm convinced they're not right. I, I, I just think that's not. I, to be frank, I'm not. I'm not sure that's the reality of businesses anyway, pre exactly. pre COVID, because a lot of organisations had already introduced the concept of flexible working, um, and some some were early on that path. Some were quite developed. But I, but I think there was a degree of flexibility um, in a number of organisations. Obviously, you know, certainly within Natalia, but, but but across our our client base and wider economy, I think I think there was there was already choice. Um, and so if, if organisations are going down the path of removing that choice, um, either way, you know, to be at home forever or be in the office forever, I, ju- I just think that's, 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 um, that's a missed opportunity. And I, I, I'll go back to it. I think that, that, that expression of a once-in-a-generation opportunity to, to rewire the way we work, I think, is, I think is out there. It's still a prize worth fighting for. Um, I think it's, um, it's got to be seen as, a, seen as an opportunity uh, yeah, to get to, to to get a better balance, I think. And and but the problem is, it's not easy. And and you have you have a number of big factors in there, I think, for organisations and for individuals to to get their heads around to 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 realise that opportunity. And I think that's where the devil is. And you know, always in it, always in the detail, isn't it? Is that the that if we if we want that flexibility, if organisations and individuals want that flexibility, then it's going to be tricky, and it's going to require um you know some choices to be made about how organizations operate moving forward and i think and, and it's but i think it's it, that having said that there are ways to, to to help simplify that flexibility and that's and that's what we're trying to look at both within natillic and, and and across our clients and in the context of natillic as an international company coming back to something you said there you mentioned the the fact that covid has had a drastically different impact country to country do you think that will play a part in our thinking yeah I, i'm not i'm not entirely sure actually that the because the, I, th- I, I think I'll, if, if you look at that sort of frame of reference and go everyone yeah. in everyone at home or somewhere in the middle i think the somewhere in the middle is probably what everybody wants and i think in regardless of country and regardless of stage of progress through covid i think that's the prize i think i think the pri- the prize is flexibility and choice and i think that's what people want so so um so i'm not sure it's necessarily you know governed by um governed by the, the the particular country i think i think people will get there at different stages but i think that's the that's the prize i think and and um it's more within i, I guess it's it's sort of breaking that down and if one wants to offer choice what complexities does that bring? Um, and um, and I think there's you know there's there's considerations around people. There's considerations considerations around technology. There's considerations around real estate, and 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 they are they all have to be factored in. I think to um, to, to to find a way that, that that sort of works 
for the individuals and works in terms of delivering, you know, continues to deliver an amazing service service to clients. Um, but it's still, but it's a, it, it's a, it's a, in a way, uh, having a choice is a bit of a blessing, isn't it? Because there's plenty of, there's plenty of um, people who haven't had that choice. And I think, again, that's one of, that's one of the things that organisations have to grapple with, with sort of frontline staff who physically have to be in places to make organisations work and those that have a, have a choice. And, uh, you know, and that's, that's been a pretty stark contrast, I think, over the last 15, 18 months is, is, is those that, um, you know, basically their job is, requires physical presence and, and others that can work almost anywhere. And and I think, I think that there's, there's, one has to be mindful as well against the uh, well around the sort of tension that that might bring in an organisation to to those that have a choice and frankly those that don't and I think that's probably part of the mix of of uh, you know the future of work as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think we I've got a got a podcast coming up in a in a few weeks time actually with one of our clients Europa Worldwide who um, again one of their sort of the overriding feedback from our project which was in flight when COVID started was um, just how sort of above and beyond some of our what we'd probably class as frontline workers or you know our engineers um were in terms of throwing themselves at that project to make it a success as well and from speaking yeah. to some of our engineers that's been really interesting to hear just again all the additional precautions and things that they had to take as well and um i think m- more than anything and, and and you've mentioned it there too just the different effects that covid has had on different types of organizations and companies has been really interesting to 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 look at too especially with the conversations that we've had with um some of our partners and clients and things like that um some of the feedback on the last podcast that we did mike was that um people were really interested to see sort of how again the the inner workings and things that were going on at the tillic as well so both from how we've done just you know last last year i think it was probably what six six months in this time it's you know another eight months on from that so would you mind talking about that a little bit just in terms of how we've um how again how how things have been performing and how that's going to affect the way that we move forward yeah i mean i i, I think um in terms of in terms of Natillic, we've 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 fared very well and i, I think I, I said at the time i think it always comes with a um, the sort of caveat of we're lucky, right? We're in a, we're in a great sector, great business in a great sector, and, and uh, we had the opportunity to grow. So I mean, we've you know we've grown in the last twelve months, and um, we're very thankful for that. And I think we've we've continued to deliver you know amazing client service by being innovative and 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 and, and trying different things and having a, a sort of new way of working. But it's but it's but it's really you know it's, it's really it's really worked for us. We've, we've done very well. We've brought on. You know, new people. We've we've grown. We've innovated, and and um, and as we approach this, you know, we're sort of just coming up to the end of our <clears throat> first quarter in this new fiscal, and 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 we're we've got some very ambitious plans for this year in terms of, you know, getting back to sort of almost like thirty percent sort of pre-COVID growth, you know, all, all organically. So we're we're super proud of that, and and but your heart still goes out to businesses that that are that have still struggling and are still struggling, you know, and 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 again, I think I said I said at the time it's. COVID hasn't necessarily differentiated between good and bad businesses. It's differentiated between sectors. So, so I think it's, I think there's still people out there really struggling with, um, you know, current restrictions that affect their business or, 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 or things they've had to do um, to get through this period. So, so I think, I think, I think as, you know, as, as, as individuals, there's, there's, and, and as companies and as and as countries, there's, there's sort of short-term things that are in, that you see, you know, that 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 you that impact you and you can see them. But there's also that underlying 
um, ramifications that I think we will be there for a while. You know, businesses that have been affected, kids' education that's been affected, mental health and well-being that's been affected. You know, just just just, just as a whole, what 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 this pandemic has done, both in things that we can see today and things that will probably play out over the next two or three years, is is or you know many years to come. It will will, will be interesting. But I think as as from an Italic standpoint, we're very lucky. We're very blessed. We've had a really great last year, and we're looking forward to an equally good one, a good one this year. So, um, so that's you know that's that's a blessing, and we're very thankful for that. Yeah. And Mike, you mentioned the complexity coming from choice and flexibility and things. Can I draw you out a little bit more on that in terms of um, what do you think are going to be the key questions and the key considerations around that moving forward, both for us and and, and in the wider industry? Yeah, I, th- I think um, I, th- I, I sort of think there's probably maybe three areas you know you 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 think about the impact on people the impact on technology impact on real estate and and i think that they're um it's tricky you know you and and i think if you sort of explore each of those in turn i mean if you think from a from a people perspective one of the obvious things is 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 people who are early in their career versus people who are perhaps at the other end of their career and 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 the choices that those groups might make and 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 they might not also be obvious choices but i mean the stereotypical sort of playback of that is that you know early in career people really need that office environment to 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 get that sort of informal learning and 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 a way to to really um understand how businesses work understanding how roles work and you want to be surrounded by that and and almost a sort of the osmosis that you get that sort of learning you get from just being around people Um, and then perhaps the the people who are you know further into their careers um you know, perhaps have, have have got families or they've got commitments that 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 you know they've they've done a lot of their sort of in career learning and they're they're very established and they and they've got um, other commitments and things like that and 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 you know maybe those people are more happier and easy, find find the flexibility you know really useful and so they're, and that's very stereotypical right that 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 doesn't cover everybody in those categories but that could be the case and and so one has to think about in um in a people environment how how does how do how do you square that away how how do you make sure that the, the, that there's um still an environment where you get a mix of people and it's not just you know it, one thing you could say well we're offering lots of opportunity for for our early stage early in career people to come in but if they're they're mixing together and not getting some of that sort of magic gold dust of insight from from people who've perhaps been in those roles for many more years then then i think so i think that's uh, that's something to think about. So that, that you know, from a people perspective, I think also it's interesting that people. I think this is this is perhaps largely the case in in businesses now. Is it is if you wanted to go into an office, you could go into an office as an employee. You know, the, the, there wasn't really much in terms of pre-booking of resources and and that kind of stuff necessarily. You know, I, I get the sense that that, that sort of. It, it was, um, you know, people have been experimenting with hot desking and all that kind of stuff. But, but, but generally, um, if you wanted to go and you perhaps could go in, and, and I think that's going to be challenged now. Is it if, if you are going to have to be far more premeditated in the way that people use office space if people want the flexibility? Clearly, without the flexibility, it's easy. You just cater a, an office to, to to have as many people in as you as as um, as are employed in the company, or you go to some form of hot desking, but and, and and you just get on with it, and it's easy. But but when you start to say, well, actually, maybe. You know, pe- people are telling us that they're, they're, they're going to come in fifty percent less. So we're going to put our real estate together with people coming in fifty percent less. And what happens if people then suddenly don't do that and they want to come in more? And then, and then I think that's when you have, um, you know, they're, they're potentially going to be challenges then between pe- people's um, 
you know, choice and discipline of using offices and, and, and the offices that, that businesses are going to create. So, so I think, um, I think that's, um, you know, that, 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 that's, that's a sort of people perspective. I think it's, it's, it's individual choice just in those things bring, brings complexity, doesn't it? And again, back to that sort of early career versus late in career, late in career, people may not want to be in an office but perhaps they need to be in the office selflessly to pass on pass on some of that knowledge. So that perhaps just gives some some idea around the around the um, I think so sort of people side. You know, the, the, the knock on is there with the property, right? So if you if you're and I, I think there's still a lot of head scratching going on with 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 um, with what the people do with their real estate, and often they're on very long leases. You know, and you, you, of course there's flexible office accommodation out there, and of course you can organisations can take advantage of that. But I think if you want your property, your, your your real estate to be a sort of physical embodiment of your culture, then if you go down the service officer, I think that's sometimes a bit challenging because perhaps there are some constraints as to what you can do there in terms of in terms of being able to stamp your brand and uh, on your property. So so I think I think there's still a, a world out there that is tricky from essentially long term leases trying to cater for flexibility in real estate strategy, and I think that's. I think that's tricky um, and requires requires some thought. Um, and of course, so does the technology, right? I mean, if you, if 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 one wants to offer that choice, then I think a stat we continue to refer back to from research that's that's been done is, you know, most if if you offer the flexibility, then ninety eight ninety nine percent of meetings moving forward are going to have at least one remote participant. And that's a challenge, right? That's that you know when 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 lots of people are working from home or lots of people work in the office. That that's that's perhaps actually quite easy. But when people start to reconnect, remobilize, and are, are in places they want to be when they want to be, that 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 clearly will bring complexity and and people's collaboration and security strategies um, will. Um, We'll need to consider that and, and, and work out how, how one gets the right balance in offering, again, off, offering choice and doing what I think people want, um, uh, but, but, but getting the outcomes right and getting it right for clients. That, 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 is, yeah. that is the great, I think, challenge for, for Natilic and for other organisations, for our clients moving forward is, is, is I think there's a, I think I'll sort of repeat what I said earlier, there's, a, there's an amazing opportunity to kind of rewire the way that we do things for the better and to get some to get some amazing outcomes not just not just for people by the way but i think for clients i think i think that i think there's some outcomes that we found that we can deliver to clients in a new way of working which we should we should hold on to so so there's a great prize out there but the people the real estate the technology the, the sort of policies and processes that sit alongside that there's there's there's, there's, there's um there's a big prize, but it's going to come with some 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 thought and some work, and 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 that's a lot of the conversations that we're having with our clients is how we can support this new web working, this new flexibility, and help them capture this um this amazing prize moving forward. Yeah, period of um, adapting to the old and the new again, right? Again, those face to face meetings has kind of like captured that that magic of you know sitting around the table with people, you know, throwing ideas around and things like that, and. That learning yeah. by osmosis is it's really important to me. I think when we, you know, when the uh, when the, the 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 feedback when we were asked for our feedback, that was one of my my biggest concerns. You know, that was part, a big part of my development at Atelic was learning from some of my some of my peers, my more experienced peers, and things like that. Yeah. And that is something that I think a lot about. So um, again, very 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 pertinent point I think, and that's going to be really important too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. and and, if, and if I, the other thing I say is that is that is is um, 
not to be too um, sort of melodramatic about it, but that, but there's a real there's a real human joy of physically connecting with people, and I think I think that's there's, there's, whether, you know whether it's personally or with colleagues or whatever. There, there's I I, I think. Um, you know, again, in every organisation, in the you know, there, there, there is a spectrum of, of of personality types and 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 takes on risk profiles and those kind of things. But I think I think we know we want to offer choice. We want to give people that flexibility. But 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 as as we as we reconnect over these next few weeks and months, just encouraging people to make sure they don't um, miss out on that opportunity to to, to have that physical contact because it's so good. I think it's I, I think any any human being ultimately uh, needs that in 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 their life, and, and and I think we've all had those moments, haven't we? Where where you you just just being with people and the kind of conversations that that, that the way that you feel is is different, and and um, and you know as much as we're doing this uh, over video again and uh, today, then you know maybe maybe in a few more months' time it will be a face to face podcast in the in the Natillic Studios. Still not done one yet, yeah. But I did, I did put a request in for some equipment for in the office. So I look, look forward to seeing that come by a desk or something. Yeah. Yeah. A studio. That's definitely something we need to consider as part of those property plans. I'd say. <laughs> Correct. I would say not not biased whatsoever. So, um, Mike, that's been really insightful. Thank you very much. I, I found it really really useful, and I think um, a lot of our clients are going to as well. And I'm excited to see where things head in the future. So um, thanks again for your time. It was really, 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 really great to speak to you. Great, yeah. Great to be back on, Rob. Thanks for giving me some space again. It's, uh, it's always good to connect. So yeah, cheers, Rob. Speak soon. Thanks for listening to NatChat, the Natalic Podcast. Please subscribe to the Natalic Podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. And leave us a review while you're there. It really helps us improve and grow the show. Please note that opinions expressed on the Natillic podcast are those of the hosts or our guests, not the organisations that they represent. You can find more information on Natillic on our website, that's natillic.com. You can also find us on social media. On Twitter, we're at Natillic Group, as well as Facebook and LinkedIn. Our theme music was provided by Dan Shaw, who you can find at Danza, that's D-A-N-Z-R, on music streaming services. This is Rob Thor, and thanks again for listening.